It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. Hey, everyone, how you doing? It's Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London. Uh, yes, hello. It is another episode. We are locked down. We are Corona. We're all safe. We are distancing. Uh, keeping to the government rules. Um, Which are very clear. They're so clear. So crystal they're, clear. They tell so. us everything we need to know and when we need to know it. Um, so a lot of things going on in the NFL right now. A lot of things going on in America. Just want to quickly say that there are a lot of things going on uh, about race. And as Ryan and I are two white boys from Canada, we're not going to say a damn thing about it. Yeah. Um, we are going to listen. We're listen and support. It's not our platform. No. Um, so, but all we can say is we stand by everyone and uh, yes. let and knowledge be safe. just be, be safe. safe. Be smart, and if, if you don't have anything to say, just don't, please. Just listen. Yeah. Just listen. listen. Like all you right. are to our podcast. Exactly. Right listen to our podcast. That's all we're going to talk about on that. Um, so, so, let's so be we to, So, since we're not doing that, we had to dive, dive deep into the NFL news. <laughs> we don't have a lot to talk about because there's a lot of mea culpas going on. Um, but let's start getting into some of the big things. I mean, obviously, the biggest thing we want to talk about is Rob Gronkowski losing his WWE oh, title. I mean, that was... I can't even sleep at night talking about that. How did he lose it again? Did oh. you remember? I don't know. Was it his gym or something at home? He was, uh, yeah, he was safe distancing outside in the gym, and some guy came in and pegged him. Well, to be fair, pinning someone is goes against social distancing. He did he do a social distance pin? They did. Apparently, he had a mask on, but I don't know if Gronk did. Um, apparently now there's rumors of coming out that people in WWE didn't not like uh, Gronk that much. <laughs> well, he signed with them and ditched them immediately. Of course they're pissed off. I would be pissed off. It's a Patriots thing to do, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, right? It's such a it's such a classic. They another another company spurned by Tom Brady and his army. Um, but again, yeah, of course they'd be pissed off. Like they just lost a shit ton with the XFL. Yeah. Uh, then they just sign a guy who basically comes in. Gronk's perfect for the WWE. Like he's oh, yeah. literally born for it. He's gonna go back next year. Uh, but I think he just said, yeah, "I'm going for one more shot." But I understand why they're pissed. But you know what? He's he's gonna do what he's gonna do because he's Gronk. Gronk he is. Gronk he doesn't is. give a Gronk shit. Gronk just slams just, and bangs and thanks you, man. Yeah. He has no fucks to go. You mentioned the XFL, and this is what I want to bring up, actually, because they're looking at now. There's a, a potential talk that Disney and Fox would buy the XFL, which would be absolutely huge if you think about it. Imagine if Disney got their hands on their own football league. The Iron Mans and the just Jeez. naming them after. Well, the uh, Mighty Ducks. IP. Let's go back to the Mighty Ducks. That was a horrendous thing as a hockey player, as a hockey player, a hockey fan, as a Canadian. When they named a team yeah. after a Disney franchise... Well, to be fair, the Toronto Raptors aren't much better. No, it was uh, horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, and it's the same sort of company. But it's just an interesting thing to me to think about what a league, a competitive league, would be like. Because when you have a lot of this is run by... We're going to keep having this conversation. It doesn't matter until there's talent, right? Like, uh-huh. until... The reason why the USFL worked was they were able to sign, uh, like, Walter... Uh, what's his name? Uh, not Walter Bates. Uh, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, Herschel yeah. Walker, and they got Jim Kelly, and they got a bunch of these guys. The only thing I'll say, which why it, there's a potential it could work, is because the NFL market is getting super saturated at mm-hmm. quarterback, right? Because everyone's realized that you need that franchise young quarterback. So, every, so eventually, in a couple of years, it's going to be tough. You're not going to have five quarterbacks going because everyone's going to have their guy, mm-hmm. apparently. So there is something to be said for having another league where these quarterbacks who are good... But just because there's so many good ones, don't get to play, and it's a shame. So for developmentally, but it has to be with the NFL. I, I just don't believe any league will work if it's not affiliated. Well, one of the reasons the, the uh, USFL did work uh, was because it played in the springtime. 
And that was something that's different. Yes. If when you're playing in the springtime, you don't have... Until Donnie Donuts... Uh, Until he decides, <laughs> we can take on the Trump, Trump, very... Which is also, if you ever want to see a great uh, documentary, ESPN 30 for 30, Small Potatoes, the story yeah. of the USFL. It's excellent. You should watch it if you guys... Uh, I don't know if people... I know people are really busy during lockdown, but uh, this might be one to watch. Yes. Um, I, it's going to be an interesting development because there's a lot of assets there at play. Uh, and you know, when you talk about this, this is a league that again, could be managed and manipulated to play in a way to works with the NFL. Obviously, if Disney and uh, Fox grab it, it's a huge ratings thing for them. This is, you're going to look at a conflict of interest. Guys, no swearing on the field. This well, is a it. Disney product. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Everyone keep your tattoos away. It's the Georgia Goofies, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's named oh, after a God. Disney character. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting development. Uh, we talked about quarterbacks. Let's talk about some of the big quarterbacks. Dak Prescott. Um, there's a lot of obviously truths and untruths going through the fake contract. News, a lot of fake news. Fake news. But what is going to happen with this guy? And you wonder when a contract dispute has lasted this long, um, what sort of the parameters well, and how it affects people? There's an even more interesting thing. If there's no ticket sales this year, the NFL thing's going down next year. The, the salary, it's not going to go up mm-hmm. if there's no sales. The only good thing is it's going to be, but you don't know what the world's going to be like. So, in a way, Dak had this opportunity that a couple of months ago he could have got this amazing contract. Yeah. Now, if there's no ticket sales, I can't see it. There's no way that salary cap's going up. Like a lot of players are like, damn, I should have done it a year before. Yeah. So it's really a, t- a tough situation. I think that's why teams don't want to give up $40 million. They don't even know if the next two years, like, what's going to happen? We might get a second wave. We might cancel the whole season. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, there's nothing. We don't have any track record of any of the leagues. Like, I don't know if the Bundesliga has had any flare-ups yet. I haven't really No, checked. I think they've been pretty good. I mean... But but there's already been ones of, like, uh, people coming into camps and already people... NHL sick. has yeah. had one, Boston and Bruins. So it's yeah. already... And the NBA's just announced that they're doing a... A full season, uh, the rest of the season in Orlando. Yes. Which is hilarious. You can ship your floor yeah, if you, you want, which is pretty To great. Disney World. Everything happens at Disney so, World. So, yeah. So, that's going to be kind of cool. I think I think if they can make that work, everyone stays there. Social bubbles. But the problem is, again, we've just had so many more people now everywhere. It's just, well, I, I, I have no faith that there's not going to be a massive second wave. History, uh, history would teach us and, and, and medicine, uh, history of medicine would teach us that there will be other waves that come. Um, I think the interesting thing is looking at what the other leagues are doing, namely the MLB is basically just fighting itself into oblivion. Yeah, right MLB now. has been so bad. NBA has come up and gone, all right, we can do all this. We're going to do it, do it July 31st. If Major League Baseball is not able to get their head out of their ass by the start of August. Yeah, and what sport is more social distance than baseball? Yeah. No one even goes near each other. But it's baseball. I think it's also baseball. You have bigger stadiums. You make so much money off of, you know, the... Ticket sales. Ticket sales, the uh, return people. So is people. it the fact that they're not paying them because or do they, have, they have to pay them? They haven't been able to... They haven't paid everyone. Everyone's okay. not been paid full. So that's what people are sort of worried about. Yeah, well, baseball's making a giant mistake because they're about to put themselves into the Forgotten Sports League again, just like when they went on strike years ago. Yeah. And how many years did it take for them to come back? It took a while. And, and if they do this, where people are going to be like, hey, basketball's on, football's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember baseball? Remember that, whatever happened. I remember baseball. They'll have to cork the balls again. Um, it is going to be following everything. They'll bring back Mark McGuire. He's exactly. going to be twice as big. Just giant. Just him and Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa, the, 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 the whitening from. of Sammy Sosa. Yeah. He looks like a, 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 a rhino. Um, <laughs> he's changed himself. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how these sports come about. Um, but the NFL is going to be interesting. Also, it's going to be interesting for the college football 
Because if a lot of these colleges are not going back in the distancing and what's happened to the season, you effectively, if you ruin or lose a whole season of college football, what that does to the NFL, the repercussions that it has, the roll-on factors, would be very interesting as well. Well, yeah, because did you play a year? Is it, It's because it's not based on age. It's based on how many years you played. Yeah. So, and technically, Wade, it's about their education. They uh, are, the, you know, They are students first. Yeah, the fashion athletes, of weather. The fashion of weather seconds, is a course so, you can take. <laughs> so I believe that they will, they will I, I, I just, right? I, especially with all these new players coming in. Yeah. Is there even going to be a draft? I think they're going to have to make a rule and just say you're going to be able to be eligible. Because I don't see how they're going to do a college football season. Like, that starts in literally like two months. Yeah. So, they should be doing, starting training and getting ready training. right There's now. no way. I don't think campuses are open. I think most campuses are going to go uh, virtual classes. Yeah. Uh, just like they're doing in Britain. But, yeah, I, I, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a real interesting draft to see. Do you go a year where nobody gets a draft pick? It's going to be... Yeah. Where there is no draft. It's so non- everyone just stuck. So imagine you tanked and you got the first pick and then they canceled it. And then next year you won like six games. But then, then it, Trevor Lawrence goes You have to it. look at the knockdown effect that goes down to the college high school football or the high school football circuit as well. If you have this sort of stoppage in it, like a blockage, like your septic tank is blocked and nothing can get, you know, basically... Only some of the top people are going to get out. A lot of people that have more chances and ability are not going to. Well, I guess, yeah. Stagnant, stagnate. Uh, I guess you just have to say, if you were going into your third year, um, then, and you wanted to go, you can go. You kind of have to. It's not yeah. their fault. They still are actually, I, like I said, the students first. They're still technically going to be going to school. So yeah. they're still doing their year of school. They haven't done a year of football, but they did three yeah. years of school. So they, so, get, they get the education. They just don't get the sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've been screwed. Um, let's talk. We'll, we'll go another guy we're talking about. Uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, uh, obviously, you know, all this back and forth that's going on. We, we put a, a fun stat up that Cam Newton has like 58 rushing touchdowns, more than a lot of the big names you would know in the league. Um, so now comes the fact is, you know, there was a lot of his teammates, former teammates were saying, you know what, those the Panthers just, they buried him. They, they put him in. They used, made him use his body. He got hurt too much. It was their fault. Well, I uh, again, who knows, right? Cam puts himself in a lot of bad situations. He takes off a lot. Mm-hmm. But that was what made him so dangerous. That's what made him the MVP. I think Cam Newton's playing it smart, to be perfectly honest with you. I think I, I think Jameis Winston rushed into going to New Orleans. Everyone's like, oh, it's a genius move. But with Taysom Hill there and him demanding to be the second, why do you want Jameis Winston to be your third quarterback? Makes no yeah. sense. So I think Jameis would, what Jameis is going to see is... The only other thing, Jameis is going to see an injury happen and be like, damn it, I wish I sat back because I could yeah. jump in. Unless the Saints are like saying, taking them so they can trade them to a team that loses a quarterback. Then, then, oh, that's a good is, inv- a, that a, is a brilliant move. It's a good investment then because then you say, I yeah, just you're thought, right. I thought about that. I was like, actually, that's That's a Bill Belichick way. move. We'll take them and then we'll just sell them. Yeah, right? Like imagine when the quarterback goes down. Hey, yeah. we got Jameis. Well, you think Jameis gave us a third for him. You think of any team, yeah, you lose your, your A quarterback, and you'd be like, oh, God. And you got Jameis on a, what, $4 million contract? Yeah. Like, he is literally a perfect trade piece for a team that gets injured. It's actually, now that I think about it, it's it's a bit of genius. It could be a good if move. If that's the plan. Maybe that is the plan. It could be a good move. Uh, the other big plan, I mean, obviously, he's going to have to go somewhere, you know? I think he's going to wait, because he's going to wait. I, think, I really do like a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about Cam to Pittsburgh. And I think that's a good, that would be a good little mix. I think you'd have yeah. to wait 
till Big see what happens with Big Ben because Big Ben in the last couple of years just gets hurt. Yeah, and he looks like a like a three hundred pound lumberjack now. So he still has a hell of an arm on him. But you're he right. does. There, there but is again, a... there's been that inconsistency of being hurt. He's getting old. He's thirty eight years old. Yeah, he takes a beating. Big Ben holds on to the ball longer than anyone, and mm. there's so many of those late throws and gets buried. But I think I think Cam's just gonna sit back. He's like, I got my money. Got my clothes. Well, there's something to be said when we talk about quarterbacks and having the option of, of you've got a pocket passer and then you've got a guy who's a running quarterback. Case in point, Green Bay Packers. You've got Aaron Rodgers, a pocket passer, not a runner. And you've got Jordan Love who can run. There's something to be said for being able to mix that up a bit. Obviously, you don't want to hurt the ego of the guy who's in the lead. But when you have a defense you're preparing for Ben Roethlisberger, suddenly Cam Newton shows up. You have a that throws your whole game plan. Well, yeah, it's true. It's like Lamar Jackson. You don't know what the hell you're going to do. Well, you're, the thing is, stop his but run. the question is that even though you're bringing in Cam, Cam's not that same quarterback that's going to be able to no. run like that. So Cam has to adjust his game. Like, he's still in his early 30s. Yeah. So he's still, unless he's willing to change his game, his career's not going to last on He's long. running like an 18-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. So he's got to now <laughs> basically learn how to adapt, learn how to become a better pocket passer, use this offseason to work on that so you can go into a situation because no one's going to change their offense halfway through the season to to Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to have to come in and learn their system and no, do it the way everyone's been practicing. They're not going to change He's it. going to, but what I'm saying is when you're when you're an offensive-minded team, being able to have those options, like with New Orleans, being able to use Taysom Hill effectively with certain plays means that they've got a viability. You're like, what the hell are we going to do? We don't know what the, what this guy's going to do. Is like, Cam could be a good weapon where if you have, like, a big band, if you come in the five-yard line, bring in Cam to do a little sneak because he was yeah. great at though. That's where he got most of his touchdowns. Yeah. And uh, But Big Ben, who I've known to be a, yeah. a good dude, just a, just an overall great guy. I'm sure he'd be up for giving up possessions. He, he would throw up his body. Zone. He would throw his body so, into a So maybe play. that isn't the best deal. But I think Cam's doing it right. Sit back. Don't get yourself hurt. Get as healthy as humanly possible and just see what happens in training camp because someone's going to get hurt because people haven't been practicing as much. They're going to be There's going to be way more risk of injury. And we I, might see some big names go down. We could see some big names go down. Uh, you know, hopefully you've got a lot of the guys. The smart guys, I think, are really training in the offseason and working on their rehab, working on their body dynamics. Listen, if you're a millionaire athlete, you don't have your own gym, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shame on you. Exactly. You should be buying your millionaire, millionaire gym yeah, right don't, now. Don't, yeah, or get those little rope things to put around the door. It's there. going to be interesting to see, too, because you think about it. If Aaron Rodgers gets hurt at some point and uh, Jordan Love steps in and he does well, there's going to be that moment where it's like the divorce. You know, you're waiting for it. You're waiting for I don't divorce. think there's any, like, he would have to do, I guess Dak, he would have to play as good as Dak played. His first year where Romo couldn't come back. Yeah. For Rodgers not to come back. And I don't, I don't even know if that would be good enough, to be perfectly honest with you. Because that's the moment. Well, then again, you just... Well, Rodgers has thrown six interceptions in two years. Yeah, I know, right? That's Jesus. And he and drove up through 17 in college last year. So yeah. I am not too worried about that scenario, to be honest with you. Um, speaking of guys who want to get paid, George Kittle wants to get paid George Kittle money. Yes, um, that chump change. Well, you talked about it, Allison Hoover being the highest paid uh, guy in the NFL in terms of tight yeah, ends. Which is, but you look at some of these tight ends now are very large wide receivers. Look at it. You got you got Travis Kelce. You got all like oh OJ Howard was one of them. Ertz. You got Gronk coming back. You got Ertz. All these great tight ends is now a way more dynamic position. So his argument is, why am I getting paid tight end money? I'm way better than Austin Hooper. I should yeah. be getting paid. Um, like 16, 17 million. Like guys like Sammy Watkins, 
got 16 million for what 600 yards yeah um george kittle who's literally the biggest part of their offense why shouldn't he get that much money well you start it's looking just tough yeah though. it's tough to pay a tight end that much money it is because tight ends obviously when you're that big because you're that big and that effective you get hurt a lot you see with Gronk, you know, you're putting yeah. yourself... Guys are running up the middle and taking balls of the middle. But was criminally underpaid. He his was. His whole career. Belichick just... I don't know if he just, he just has a different calculator than everyone else's. I think, is he knew, I think he knew that his, his agent basically said, you're going to get endorsements. And that's why... Yeah, I know, but a lot of two players get endorsements. But right? not like Gronk did. Yeah, probably. And, no, and Gronk still has not spent any of his NFL money. He never spent any of it. He only spent endorsement money. So he's actually a very frugal no, guy. No, hey, yes, hey, he's a smart dude. So, he, he's smart for, for being that, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does as a tight end as well. But I think George Kittle is right. It, it's, it's a tough decision you're put in, but when he's as good as he has been the last couple of years, and he's just such a, when he does those big hits and those big runs, it just ups your team. And especially yeah. on a team where you, you Jimmy G had that bad end to the Super Bowl, and you didn't really do anything to replace, replace Emmanuel Sanders. So there's a lot of real questions on that offense. So George Kittle's got to get his money. But I think right now, they're just going to sit back and franchise him. Yeah, that's probably the best way. I mean, as I said, there's nothing... It's always a scary thing for me when you watch a guy go up the middle like that blind. And a lot of times you're getting these tight ends where they do a slant route. They go up the middle and you're like, oh, you're back. Oh, yeah. my God. And But these guys can take the hits. It's just absolutely insane when you actually see somebody take it. Um... So they've got some new NFL rules. Oh, oh wait. There was oh. one more. There was the... Oh, Devonta Freeman. Freeman. Devonta so, Freeman. So apparently, Devonta Freeman is turned not down. He turned down. A, I think he turned down some money. Uh, I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been from Seattle. Uh, I'm not really sure. It was from a team. He didn't feel like it was good enough, and now he's kind of lobbying the Bucks, as yeah. everyone does, yeah. uh, to get some money. But again, the question is. Devante Freeman must know what's going on in the NFL with running backs. Holding out does not win anymore. No. It's, it's not benefited anyone. It's been a disastrous strategy. Um, it is like the coronavirus strategy of, of holding out. It's just terrible. Um, so I think he's, I think that's actually a good move going there. I think they have uh, Ronald Jones yeah. and Peyton Barber, and they were just so inconsistent, the two of them. They need that guy. But again, Freeman's just been hurt the last couple Freeman's years. Freeman's hurt. Trust him. Why he's a bit old. You and know? Why like, are you asking for this much money? So. Yeah, he's asking. It's like every guy, as you say, it's like, oh, the Bucks are big now. Especially, the band, the bandwagon's rolling up. And this is especially a player who got paid big bucks and then immediately got injured. Yeah. And never really lived up to the big contracts. So it's funny that a guy who, did, who who played great got the big contract and then never was able to re, re, really recreate it is insulted of, of not getting enough money. It's like, well, they did that yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Remember that That's why you don't remember? have a team anymore. Yeah. So, but anyway, I think Freeman might, still got some gas. He's still a good goal line, hard running, running. That, that is a good yeah. complimentary back with a guy who catches that in the back. But it's almost disrespectful, the two guys that you do have that got you, you know, not bad in the past few years and were able to gain, gain, gain a few yards. So, I don't know if he's really like, why would you want to throw money at an old an old toy? You know, as yeah, far as I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to sign him anytime soon. Uh, some of the new rules you're talking about: uh, auto replay. Um, so just re- reviewing a lot of everything that basically happens, every scoring touchdown. A lot of times they weren't reviewed before. That's one of the new rules. Uh, contact with person in defenseless position. Basically, you know, we saw a lot of guys getting hit. Uh, yeah, no, it's like the guys who get blindsided, the punters and all yeah. that nonsense. Yeah, don't just hit people when they're not looking. 
And also, uh, we talked about this as well, management of game clock, because there was they were using dead balls last year to be able to stop the game Basically, clock. Basically, what we were saying is a Bill Belichick rule, and every year yeah. Belichick finds a rule that pisses everyone off, uses it, and then the next year yeah. the NFL has to get rid of it. He just sits it's with his man. So what rule do we have this year that we're going to manipulate to get no, to our it's advantage? probably hilarious. He's like, guys, I got a good one this year. It's like a, <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> it's like every year when you watch a sitcom and then they do the Halloween episode. It's yeah. like, oh, Bill Belichick, here's his rule. I mean, yeah. Guess what? You won't believe what they it, there's, the there's one thing that we can exploit the hell of this. You know, it really doesn't say we can't fly, fly drones over their stadium. Obviously, it's not encouraged. And it's, it's not a handmade drone. I bought a real drone from, yeah. the, from the Army. Yeah. So we actually have satellite imagery. It's real one. Yeah, it's real. Uh, we can probably, uh, you know, we're not a lot to talk about in this uh, one. Ryan and I will be here every week. Uh, this one we thought, obviously, very sensitive, so we're not going to talk about a lot in the NFL. We want people to think... And be silent, but what we want to talk is fantasy because yeah. that is going to be draft time soon. It's very draft into June. Yeah, people. I think without preseason, I think you're going to see a lot of drafts move up a yep. bit. People can have them a bit earlier to kind of give yourself a little bit of that that bump. I think canceling preseason be like I'd love because we used to do ours like the day before the yeah. season started because you wouldn't want to make sure anyone was injured. Yeah, or of course. People change teams. But I think to be able to have one nice in the middle of the summer, maybe have a little barbecue, do it outside, that would be great. I think there's an op- there's an option to be able to do a draft with a redraft option, you know, where you can do those kind of ones where you can, you know, depending on injuries and oh, things like you'll that. You'll never agree to get 12 people to do that. No one will <laughs> ever agree to that because once you have your once guys. Once you like your team, you're not going to let, someone's going to hate their team. Hey, guys, we should redraft. Yeah, but, but then if you choose Christian McCaffrey and he gets injured in preseason, you're like, oh, he's Well, that's the thing. Here. I don't think there's going to be a preseason. I think that's the one thing that they're really worried about in the NFL this year. And I think it's just too big of a risk. It's too big of a risk for a game nobody wants to watch, for fans to, to put themselves at risk if they're even going to be fans. Um, no player is going to want to do it. They're not even allowing um, team practices where you get to practice against each other. Yeah. In, in the off. So why are you allowing games, which is pretty much a glorified... Well, eventually tactic. you're going to have to. I mean, eventually you're going to have to. And the problem, I think, with preseason is you want to get your vibe going. You want to shake the fat off of people. You want to see how other teams play. It's a real shame for because it really affects those bubble players who, who yeah. get who have that chance of preseason. You're really on the fifty man mind. extra yeah, roster. Like, so a lot of people. This is where you need the XFL for this year. It is, uh, to be honest with you. But that's what's going to really hurt it the most. If not, I think if it's not going to be, it'll be two games. Like, yeah. There's no way. I think they, I think they might just do two games. That's, I think that, to me, makes yeah. complete sense, at least. So two. at least those players get a chance to make the team, because it's not really fair to a lot of the players. No, I think two games is fair. You want to be able to not expand them out. I think the four games was too much. They were doing it for TV ratings. They were doing it. But no, eventually, there was, two, there was pe- people getting hurt. But two games would work. So now we start looking at, let's go through uh, what they have. There's some of the rankings, the general rankings. Number one in fantasy, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, obviously. The, the thing that worries me, that I guess, well, he has Teddy Bridgewater, so he's, he's got... They, again, he, he actually was still the best receiver with, uh, what's his name, Kyle Allen yeah. last year. So it's, kudos to him. He's just a monster. Yeah. Uh, you worry about him. The only thing Christopher Caffrey is like, is this year he's going to get hurt. That's it. That's he the only thing. Every, it's a lottery you ask every year. Because I, I had him his first year. I had him as a rookie. And he was really inconsistent. But by the end, he won me my yeah. championship because he was awesome. And then, and then the last two years, he's just been flat out best player in football. So, um, or best running back in yeah. football. So I think at 100%, I don't think it's even a question. I think a lot of people got burnt by Saquon last year who are not going to want to take him. And yeah. I think, uh, especially 
with McCaffrey is just such a dual threat with a hundred guaranteed almost a hundred catches and yeah. you're getting a thousand thousand almost. It is that waiting for that shoe to drop. When is he gonna get hurt? What's gonna happen? He is the you know, when you're the back, when you're the donkey of the team, basically carrying everything up the mountain, yeah. you're gonna wonder when the donkey's legs give out. And the young guy, he he works hard. And you just know that if it does have an injury, when you start looking at it like Bo Jackson, when he has an injury, that horrible hip yeah. injury, like, oh, God, you just, you want to recover. Number two, though, as we mentioned, Saquon Barkley, number two. Yeah. He's got Daniel Jones. They've got they've got new blood. They, you know. Um, yeah, you know what? The guy, the new offensive coordinator, I think he had a bad, you know, again, he was in a bad situation. He got injured last year. Uh, they didn't have a great offensive line. They drafted offensive line. Daniel Jones in another year in the system or in, as a quarterback. So I think, yeah, I think that's smart. I think I would take a number two. I, I don't see anyone I would take above him, to be honest with you. Number three, they've got in this list, and we've got Dalvin Cook. Dude, Dalvin Cook was a beast last year. When he was playing, he was unstoppable because he, he, he's so big and strong. He's that great. He's, he's always going to get the goal line carries. Yeah. Right? Like Dalvin Cook is in no threat of people vulturing his touchdowns. So to me, Dalvin Cook, yeah, definitely, I think, is number three. 100% because he's just so dynamic. Again, he had an injury a couple of years ago, but bounced back. And in that offense, that moves the ball. Kirk Cousins moves that ball on the turf. Hell yeah. He's sort of come out in, I wouldn't say out of well, nowhere, no, 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 no. but he's really climbed up because in the past few years, you know, I remember in the draft, I took him in the draft last year and I got him in round three in our draft. And it was one yeah. of those things that nobody... Because he came off the injury, I think. And nobody thought that he would actually go. And then you t- I took him. And as a Bears fan, I'm like, oh God, I got a Viking. Yeah. But he was really good. Number four, Zeke. Now, Zeke Elliott. Now, has he Has not. he seen his glory days behind him? I don't know, but the, like, I had him last year and he was terrible. I've had him two years in a row and he was great for me last uh, two years ago. This year, he just seemed slow. He just didn't seem like he had that burst. A little fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed a little, little fat. Seemed a bit like fat. the Dallas he diet. He wasn't wearing his little cutoff shirt. Like, no, no. Was, I think With as much pride as he did. I think before. he had the rolls going um, on. I, I completely disagree with this. I, I think... Um, I would even take someone like Kamara who took a fall. I mm. think he's going to have a better bounce back year um, this year than Zeke. I think with that offensive line and with those weapons, I think you always feel safe picking Zeke. But he just didn't – he doesn't catch the ball enough to really make me want him. Yeah, it just – to me, I don't know. He – Emmett Smith – When right? Emmett Smith was on that team, Emmett to me had far more versatility. And Zeke, I just find he just doesn't check the field well. He doesn't... Well, listen, he, his first two years, he was literally was great. one of the best running back in football. And then again, he got his big contract, and then and then he had a kind of enough. He still had a good year last year, like, by any means. But again, this is a team that has high expectations, especially when you got the NFL in rushing as a rookie. And so, and then you have just as good a second year. You expect this to keep going, and then when it takes a drop after you get paid, you start questioning his... his Ambitious. It's, 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 it's also his work ethic as well because when you start, you know, there used to be in running backs when you'd see someone usurp you, like Le'Veon Bell, you'd get angry. And it doesn't seem that there's that much of that. Yeah. Moving on to number five, uh, a guy who's very humble about himself, Michael Thomas. Um, yeah. Michael Thomas is the most annoying Twitter person. Uh, but the, the, i got to say, I'm quite surprised that Lamar Jackson isn't in the top five. Right? Like, he's, he's not even in the first round, right? 26. No, like, that's insane. But would right? you, are you going to take listen, a quarterback in the he, first round? Listen, this is what uh, my argument is. You have a guy who ran for 1,200 yards, right? Yeah. Some of these running backs will barely run for 1,200 yards. But on top of that, he's going to throw for 35 touchdowns like he did. 
And he's going to get you uh, nine rushing touchdowns. And he's going to get 3,000 yards. 20 to 25 points at least a game. He's getting in the 30s. So to me, it's like you talk about this guy who changed the way people see the NFL and they changed the way the quarterback position is played. But it is not getting reflected in the fantasy draft if Michael Thomas, a wide receiver, who's only going to get 120, 140 catches, is more valuable than Lamar Jackson. I would take Lamar because I'll tell you what, if, if I could look at the number of people who made the finals who had Lamar, I bet you it's high. I bet well, it's massively higher than the people who took the best wide I receiver. I made the finals in a couple of mine, and I had Michael Thomas on mine. No, but fair enough. But yeah. I'm saying if you he was a beast at, in points, Lamar Jackson was right. transcendent at the position. So the fact that he can't even crack the top ten blows my mind. So would you take Lamar Jackson first? There's a question on whether I might, to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe not first, just because you take McCaffrey, because you can obviously get a good quarterback. So you're so you're in a twelve man. Uh, but if I was like in between five and ten, yeah. If I'm between five and ten, hundred percent, I'll consider okay. taking him. I will remember that when I'm in our yeah. fantasy against us. You got? Oh yeah, I, I'm in. So the disrespect to Lamar keeps happening. All right, well, fantasy. here's number six, Alvin Kamara, again a saint. See, I'd rather love Lamar Jackson than Kamara. Okay. Well, Kamara, Kamara's a beast. He's good at running game. Here's the one that's got me surprised. Devontae Adams See, at seven. Again, I could say this. I would take Lamar over Devontae Thank Adams. You. Thank you. Right. But I would also take... So, in one of our fantasy last year, I grabbed George Kittle first off in every league. As soon as... Um, what's his nuts got injured? Um, tight end for 49ers. Wait, no, for the 49ers. Oh, what the, uh, I don't remember who Yeah, was he it got there. injured. It was... Uh, let's see. God, I can't remember. That's how good Kittle was. Um, so, I mean, to me, there's other uh, uh, athletes better than him. Devontae Adams, they've got at number seven. Yeah, they, I don't see how Devontae Adams should be higher than Derek Henry. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers basically kept him afloat. Yeah, Derek Henry's at number eight. This Derek Henry's at number eight. the NFL in rushing, who's going to be the absolute focal point of that offense. Why yeah. is he not higher? Again, I would say I would take Derek Henry over Zeke at four. I, might, I would move. Yeah, I just wonder about... You wonder if he had a fluke year, though. You no. wonder if the Titans... Listen, I still wonder if it was a bubble know. fluke year. I don't know if it was a fluke. I think he I think he was a beast. Uh, he, was, he was a Heisman Trophy winner. He can't be tackled. When the season comes on at the end, he was a monster. He's Take a monster it. when he He's gets He's a guy going. you want in December, taking your team to the championship. So, I, again, I think that's a terrible decision. I don't like any of these. What about, so, number nine, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's a good one. Tyreek Hill... Is awesome. Again, on that offense, that that team is just going to be ridiculous again. I don't see any reason why they're not the favorites for the Super Bowl big time and how most people are probably going to pick them. There's a lot of scientific models I've actually read where they've gone through and, and actually data scientists have looked over it. And most of the data scientists I've looked at have the Kansas City Chiefs repeating. Yeah, of course. Why? How could you not? Like They literally... They're a young, dynamic team with the best quarterback in football, one of the most best coaches. Yeah. Again, it's that thing. Best coach, best quarterback. That He's now Belichicking it. And and they've got the momentum. And, yeah. and that's going to make it scary. But it's also going to make... Well, every time, you know, if you're going to be the king, you put the crown on your head, you expect that someone's going to try to chop best off your head. Best not miss. Number 10, uh, DeAndre Hopkins at yeah. 10th. I think that's a good one. The change is going to be I think that's a good one. I think he's going to be great to watch with Kyle Murray. I think yeah. they're going to be an awesome team. 
I would definitely take Hopkins above Devontae Adams. Definitely. Yeah, so would I. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's still that Aaron Rodgers um, bias that comes into play in fantasy. Because Aaron Rodgers used to be that guy who's like, you'd take him in the second round. Oh, yeah. Because he was so good. And now it's like fifth round, sixth round. Yeah. But, the, but Devontae Adams still gets praised. I think it's only because they have no other weapons. It is. Basically, Aaron Rodgers force feeds him that ball every time. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much it uh, for Wade and Ryan in uh, the 101st episode of Yay. this uh, NFL in London podcast. Make sure you contact us uh, if there's anything you want to talk about. We're going to continue to do these uh, podcasts as well. Um, stay strong. We're all strong together, everyone. Uh, so, um, again, uh, please, again, two white boys from Canada. <laughs> we just want to wish everyone well. Stay safe, stay sane, enjoy, and let's get the NFL back.